Listen. You smell something? Ladies and gentlemen of the, the, the audience. We never talk anymore. What a lovely singing voice you must have. Uh-oh. Boy, this new program is really something. I'm impressed. Yeah, Ghostbusters game. Somebody should have thought of this years ago. Ready! If there's a steady paycheck in it, I'll believe anything you say. We're ready to believe you! Ghostheads, episode 34. That would be extraordinarily dangerous. Hello and welcome to Ghost Heads. I'm Jason Hughes. And I'm Luke Finn Wicker Sally. And we're going to start the show off this time on a little, I guess you could say, sad note. Um, at this point in time, it had been uh, a couple months uh, since the, the death of Harold Ramis. And uh, when that happened, um, Unfortunately, uh, neither one of us was able to uh, be around to do a show to talk about it. So we figured um, we'd start off this one kind of talking about it. Yeah, it's... Today we kind of knew it would come. Harold hadn't been well, and... Uh doesn't make it any less acceptable or any more acceptable for that matter. It's... For me, it was a little strange because I, I had never had a part of my childhood go quickly away, go away in that form. Never in a celebrity, I should say. Um, it was sad. I mean, it... it uh, he gave us what we have now. The reason you're listening to us right now is because of Harold Ramis, in part. And it's months later, it still kind of shakes you a little bit. Yeah, it was kind of uh, surreal, I would say. Because even... Um well, when I found about it, I was at, at, um, at work of all places, and you know, I'd, I'd seen someone you know post on Facebook about it, and I was kind of like, "Well, this is kind of weird." And I, I kind of thought it was a joke, to be honest. Um, and you know, you just spend five seconds on Google, and you see, no, it wasn't a joke. It actually did happen. Um, I don't know. Hey. I mean, I I really didn't want to. I, I don't know, it was kind of one of those things where it's like, okay, I gotta go back to work, but I don't want to. It's almost kind of like a, a, a family death feeling, at least to yeah. me. And, and, you know, up until this point, I had always, not really, not joked, but just never really understood why or how certain friends of mine could be so affected by the passing of somebody famous be it a politician, a celebrity, an athlete, whatever. Yeah. Now, it, uh, I can see it. I mean, it's a horrible example, but, I mean, it, you learn something from it. And what, other, what you might not think is important to you is important to others. That's one thing you can take away from it. So, learn from it. I mean, be 
cognizant of what others are feeling and thinking at the moment because you never know when it might hit you at one point. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, and even for me, it just... I don't know. On the one hand, it kind of seemed like, you know, that... At least at that point in time, um, the elusive dream, you know, known as Ghostbusters 3 kind of disappeared. Yep, same here. I mean, I, I've knocked it. I, I've been in all ends of the corner, as everybody knows. They supported it. I knocked it. But it's, yeah, it's pretty much gone now. Not yeah. that that's even that important anymore, but... Well, and, and I remember that day, um, or maybe a, a day or so later, I'm not 100% certain, uh, Ivan Reitman uh, gave an interview, uh, I believe, to um, one of the... Um, affiliate radio stations in Canada and you know the the interviewer uh, asks the proverbial question you know where does this you know stand for Ghostbusters 3 and you know immediately Harold said or not Harold, not Harold I'm sorry Ivan um, said I, I don't want to talk about it um, it's not important today but I, and I, I will give the interviewer um, major props uh, they he immediately moved on. He didn't keep pushing on that. Which, if, yeah. uh, with any good interviewer, you you ask the question, you get an answer. You don't keep pushing. You just let it go. Listen to that NBC. I mean, Ivan basically said what we were all thinking. I mean, this isn't the time. This isn't the place. And honestly, I I'm indifferent. I'm more in the I don't think it should happen anymore. We lost, you know, one of the reasons that it could have happened. I mean, it's hard to find the words still, but it's like doing Back to the Future without Michael J. Fox or Christopher Lloyd. It doesn't seem right. It doesn't seem like it'll be as good. Exactly. We shouldn't be talking about that so much as remembering Harold for who he was and what he's given us and what he's given you know to his family, what he's given to other comedians, other actors and actresses. Oh yeah, I mean, when you look at it, um, there's a lot of comedians, uh, whether you know stand up or you know straight you know comedic movie actors. Um, look at the at the work from that time, you know, Ghostbusters, Meatballs, uh, National Lampoon's Animal House. Um, stuff from SCTV as things that help them, uh, you know, find themselves and, you know, use an angle to get into movies or, or stand up. I I guess you couldn't say, well, I mean, maybe you could say that it was the Rodney Dangerfield of that generation. I don't know if that would. I think he was, he was more of himself. I mean, you can't really, you can't put him in a, in a category. He was a category unto himself. Right. I mean, it's not like the man, you know, got no respect. I mean, he did. I mean, you know. Um, I don't know. It was just, it was odd. Um, I know there was a lot of people in the community either felt really sad or just kind of, you know, broke down in tears. Um, especially. I, know, I mean, I'll admit I got water ad, which, again, is, it's a new level for me. Mm-hmm. Not that this is about myself or yourself. It's 
we're only two people in the grand scheme of things, but maybe people listening to us will recognize their own feelings and say, hey, I wasn't alone. And I, I know there was a lot of people um, the night he died uh, watched either the first movie or the second movie, and uh, by the end, you know, they you know, started, you know, crying pretty good. I mean, not heavily, but... and I, mean, I think... Go ahead. I, I think... It, it's kind of like what I started off with, is... It's a part of your, our childhood, for a lot of us. I know a lot of people came into the fandom recently, you know, they're younger than us, but for me and a few of the others, we grew up with this, and... We've all probably, I hope not, but in all likelihood, we've all had tragedies in our life. And when tragedies occur, we always go to what makes us happy, what brings us joy. And in many cases, that's things from our childhood. And in our case especially, that's Ghostbusters. And that's one thing that now has a little tinge of sadness to it. And that's sad. I mean, yeah, it's... Yeah, I, I can't. I can't even get words out, man. <laughs> I, yeah, I can't. I can't get words out of my mouth correctly thinking about it because it's. It's just. It's rough. It's very, very rough. Still raw. All these months later. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. Um, I don't know. If there's much more that we can say about it other than you know it's a. It's a sad thing. Um, I'll be honest. Not something I was expecting for at least another decade, but. You know, things I was actually No, go ahead. Reading a quote. Harold says, we take credit for turning slime into a verb. That kind of shows that, you know, how much of an impact even the movie's had on him. So, yeah, I mean... I would agree. And on the 30th, I mean, this is the day after the 30th anniversary, so that's... It just, it gets things a little more this year, I think. Right. It would sting any year, but especially this year. Yeah, and especially you know, 30th anniversary is a is a big year. Um, you know, as as we record this, this is one day after the uh, the big premiere of the movie 30 years ago. Um, the actual theatrical release date uh, was June 8th, which is uh, the date of this recording. Um, unfortunately, I wasn't around yet. Uh, so, yeah, um, I mean, it's been interesting to see um, within this past week um, all the stuff that has you know come out with to the lead up press releases, um, you know, websites doing special things. Um, today, you know, on June eighth, uh, Think Geek had a nice little blog post about Ghostbusters, talking about it. I, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, the whole uh, gallery 1988 thing which I had the pleasure of going to their New York show and acquired a few well done pieces actually and i um, going to be framing those hanging those up soon and yeah I mean we were getting a lot this year which is you know I'm pretty sure Harold would have enjoyed seeing all of it oh very and, much so yeah I mean we, we don't need to start off on such a dour note, but life being what life is, you know, it was only appropriate. Right. Exactly. 
I mean, since it is the 30th anniversary of the uh, theatrical release of the first movie, um, there was a, a, a big uh, global viewing party on uh, June 7th um, for the uh, the international premiere um, through Facebook. I'm sure majority of people saw it. Um, it seemed it went well. I mean, um, unfortunately, I was not able to watch anything with it uh, due to the fact that I had to work and couldn't get out of it, which stinks. And I uh, could not attend it either, but for a little better occasion, I joined the New York City Ghostbusters in a walk around town, or in my case a limp, with my uh, damaged knee. We started up over around uh, Dana Barrett's apartment building and made our way down to Rockefeller Center, where we uh, thankfully were not kicked out by security, as was the case 30 years ago. It's amazing uh, you weren't kicked out by security. We, we actually were warmly greeted by pretty much everybody, including the first of two wedding parties that we crashed. Um, Which we went to a, fan, uh, to a bunch of ghost heads to uh, crash a wedding party. Uh, it could not have been done without the egging on of Mr. Ron Maxwell in our group. And um, we then uh, made our way down to the library, got inside the library, and uh, again, we're not kicked out, which was more amazing. And that's where we crashed our second wedding of the day. And then uh, made a short, short jaunt over to the Jekyll and Hyde Club for a much-needed lunch. And then finally made it down to Ladder 8 for uh, some final photos. And uh, all in all, it was a great day. I mean, I'm very, very happy to be a part of the fandom when things like this take place. And I'm even more happy that our, our franchise is finally growing thanks in part to Mr. Eric Cudworth, who is our dear, dear leader. And uh, a very snappy dresser at that, from what I've been told. But um, before I continue any further, I do want to wish happy tidings to our sometimes co-host, Mrs. Aaron Roberts. I mean, Aaron Church, who was recently married to Mr. Dale Church. And um, the wedding was... Without a doubt, the best wedding I've ever been to in my entire life. Cosplay weddings should happen more often. But more important than that was the fact that it was Aaron and Dale, who happened to be very good friends of mine, and Benson, their super dog. And I, I can happily say that um, I wore my uniform to a wedding. I, I was very happy to walk out my door, have my neighbors question, where are you going dressed like a Ghostbuster? I'm going to a wedding. And just got in my car and drove off. And they probably thought, okay, that's a new one. Yep. But yes, congratulations to Aaron and Dale and Benson. Many, many, many happy years ahead for you guys. Oh, yeah. And um, just in case you were wondering... Uh, among the wedding gifts, there were no dancing toasters. I kind of had a feeling there would not be. 
Well, it, it, it's a hope. I, I, if if there was, I would have stolen it. I'm just gonna I'm gonna state it right now. I would have stolen a wedding gift. Well, you you wouldn't have stolen it. You would have borrowed it. Sure, but yes, congratulations, you guys. Um, well, you know, we, there's more things to talk about. I mean, uh, especially something that uh, actually showed up and made quite the surprise uh, two days ago. Well, actually, strike that three days ago. Um, we must have gotten popular, I guess you could say, Luke. We've always been popular. I've always been popular. I mean, let's face it, I'm from New York. And everybody take a drink. Um, but we actually uh, got on the, the list uh, to get some inter- information about uh, something Sony's doing uh, in a little more than two months from now. On uh, August 29th, uh, what Sony is going to do is they are going to uh, put uh, Ghostbusters back in the theaters. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, this will be pretty cool. Um, what they did for um, in celebration of the anniversary, uh, they took the original film and they restored and remastered it in 4K. And it Which would, I have no idea what that means, but it sounds important. I uh, think high def, but uh, double it by a factor of four. Okay. So, I mean, it's going to look really crisp, really awesome. Um, and it's going to go back in the theaters um, over August 29th, which will be Memorial Day weekend. Or, I'm sorry, Labor no, Day weekend. Really. I was I always get those two reversed. But anyhow, over Labor Day weekend, uh, into uh, 700 locations in the United States and Canada. Um, for a limited engagement. Now, as of yet, I don't think they've published a list of locations. Am I correct? Uh, not that I've seen. I mean, maybe you know, by the time uh, this episode is out uh, for release, they may have posted the locations. Well, figure all the major cities, and you know, should be that. So, us, Chicago, L.A., Tampa, San Francisco, Seattle. So Pretty on. much uh, nowhere local to me. Well, that's what you get for living in the middle of nowhere. Uh, well, you know. Road trip! Mm, true. I could do that. Now, also, they have they announced that... If, is this going to be a one-day-only event, or is this going to be in theaters for, like, a week? Uh, well, the, the, the press release cites limited engagement starting Labor Day weekend. I figure maybe at least a weekend. A weekend, <laughs> maybe I could see, like... Uh, a seven to nine day period, I could say, at most, covered over two weekends. I, I just want to be that one really out of it person that wakes up, you know, after like a four month nap or whatever, and just says, Ghostbusters is number one in the theaters? Where have I been? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But I mean, that, that's that's pretty cool. I mean, I'm, I'm hoping it'd be somewhere near me. I mean, you know, obviously, you know, Luke, they would definitely do something in New York City. I mean, you know, they filmed it there, and they, you know, the story's based there. We're, we're, they were the capital of the world. Right. Let's, let's be honest here. Right. So, I would, you know, I would think at least out of the uh, 700 uh, theaters, or 700 locations, no, I guess it would be theaters, that uh, I would say at least four of them would be New York. I, I mean... Manhattan would probably get at least one or two. Probably one in Jersey, which sucks for Jersey. I mean, 
Jersey is a horrible place. I mean, I wouldn't wait. People actually might hear this of importance. Never mind. Jersey's a lovely place. I wish I could go there right now. <laughs> I have nothing bad to say about New Jersey or its governor, who is the size of a state of his own. Yes, uh, New, New Jersey is a very fabulous place to live. Yeah. Moving mm-hmm. on. Right. Right. Please. I, mean, I, I think this is awesome that they're putting it back in theaters and, you know, gone back through and remastered it. Um, it. They'll definitely rake in some money. Now, I'm hoping, though, that since it's an older movie, that it's not going to cost, you know, pushing ten bucks for one person. I think that's all dictated by theaters. Probably. So. Because, like, near me... That's not New York Central that I hear in the background. What's that? Is that the old New York Central here in the background? Sounds like a train. Mm, well, there is a train going through, but it is not the old New York Central. Yeah, it derailed a couple of years ago. Killed hundreds of people. Did you catch a number on the locomotive? Sorry, I missed it. Mm, useless Pennsylvania. Yeah. Happens. Um, but also, uh, in the press release, Sony wasn't done yet. Uh, there's more? There's more. Is it a dancing toaster? Because if it is, I don't want one. No. I wish it was, but no. Um, what they're going to do on uh, September 16th, they are going to release a 30th, an edition, 30th anniversary edition Blu-ray of the first movie. Now, also... There's going to be a nice little treat, too. Um, finally, after all this time, after all this frustration, after all this complaining, there's going to be Ghostbusters 2 on Blu-ray. Hot diggity dog, this is heavy. Yes. This th- this will be awesome. Finally, people like myself, um, a Mr. Ron Daniels, uh, Luke, you know, we will finally have Ghostbusters 2 on Blu-ray in a high-quality format that didn't have to be acquired through other means. And more importantly for me, I finally get my golden unicorn of Ghostbusters fandom other than owning a pack or an Ecto. Right. I get my closest to deleted scenes, which I've wanted to see for years. Oh, just, just for the... Deleted scenes on any. Since I knew there were deleted scenes, mm-hmm. I wanted deleted scenes. Yeah. Um, and what they're going to do is they're also going to uh, put both films in a uh, two disc anniversary edition Blu ray um, like digibook that would include both films. Um, then also a limited edition gift set. That includes an exclusive collectible Slimer figurine and the two-disc uh, digibook. Uh, they're saying that this will be the special gift set uh, will only be available for a very limited time, with the collectible Slimer figurine being a true must-have for fans. Um, and then having both films fully restored and remastered in 4K, and it will be presented in high definition on Blu-ray from those 4K sources. So really, uh, a very, very high-quality transfer. So basically what you're saying is this is my one reason to finally get a Blu-ray player. Oh, absolutely. Because I'm broke and poor and can't afford one. 
slash I'm spending money on photography equipment. LCPhotoworks.com, Shaman's Plug. That's W-E-R-X.com. Shaman's Plug. Yes, exactly. Buy stuff. <laughs> Give, him him. Camera. Give him money. Give him money. Give him money. Subliminal. Yes, exactly. Um, I mean, they're actually going to have like a lot of nice extras um, with this. Um, a lot of the uh, the special features um, for the the Ghostbusters disc. Uh, there's going to be a new who you going to call a Ghostbusters re- retrospective. Um, it's going to be a roundtable discussion with Ivan Reitman and Dan Aykroyd. That actually sounds interesting. Which actually, is all sounds interesting. Yeah. That, that, that's going to be really cool. I mean, they're going to—they're doing it in two parts. You get the first part on the the first disc, and then also um, there's going to be a poster art gallery uh, from Gallery 1988. All the artwork from that, which is going to be really awesome, uh, because those those artists have done some amazing work. Um, they're also going to finally on uh, you know a major disc format that's not going to disappear within two years. They're going to put the Ghostbusters music video from Ray Parker Jr. on there. I still love that video. That video is still very awesome. It's timeless. I don't care what people say. Yeah, so? Timeless. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And then all the the legacy content um, from the, the 15th anniversary DVD... Um, the the 25th anniversary uh, DVD is, or I'm sorry, Blu-ray as well. So the Ecto the Ecto One um, feature will be on there too. So, mm-hmm. um, they'll have Slimer mode, which should be picture in picture in the trivia track. Um, the return again of what a lot of fans are calling the MST3K audio track. <laughs> yes, oh, I actually love that thing. Yes, I'm. I'm hoping that they actually keep the silhouettes in this time, and have them, you know, pointing and stuff like they did in the the 1999 release. Say that with everything nowadays. There's nothing wrong. I mean, you're, people say it ruins the movie, but I mean, you're already watching a movie with people talking over it anyway. Why not? Yeah. I mean, and and that I'll be honest, that original track design was revolutionary because the only other time it had been done like that was Mystery Science Theater. No one else has before or since done it that way. Totally awesome. Um, the ten deleted scenes, and that's just you know, all the stuff from the scene graveyard. Um, the 84 featurette, the cast and crew featurette, the special effects team featurette, uh, the multi-angle shots. Um, like Luke had said before, Ecto-1 resurrecting the classic car, uh, and Ghostbusters Garage, Ecto-1 gallery storyboard comparisons. So we're getting a fair amount of stuff. It's almost Criterion Collection level. Which it's it, it's borderline Criterion Collection. I wouldn't say it's fully, but it, it's borderline. I, I remember the original Armageddon Criterion Collection DVD, and that thing, holy God. Even by today's standards, it had a lot of stuff in it. Mm-hmm. That it and did. Two discs for one movie. I mean, it was impressive. Mm-hmm. Now on to, I guess you could say the Coup de Grace. Coup de Gras? Yeah, more Coup de Gras. I don't know. Awesome I stuff. Yeah, uh, you know, awesome stuff either way. Um, special features for the Ghostbusters 2 Blu-ray. 
are uh, new. Uh, what they call Time is But a Window, Ghostbusters 2 and Beyond. Uh, this is the second part of the roundtable discussion with uh, director Ivan Reitman and Dan Aykroyd. So it'd be interesting to s- see what they say about Ghostbusters 2. I shudder to think. Uh, I do too, but uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm still interested to see. Much, but yeah. yeah. Honestly, I, I, I'm probably going to be in the minority, but I really like Ghostbusters 2. I have no real qualms with it to speak about. I mean, I love it. I I can't complain. I can't complain. It's a little corny and a little kiddie, but what are you gonna do? But also, you gotta remember too. At that point in time, okay, the you know, real Ghostbusters cartoon series was huge at exactly. this point. So I mean, Here we go on. Go on. I mean, they they took some liberties, but still awesome. Um, continuing on, new uh, deleted scenes, which is pretty much probably any sort of deleted scenes they'd get their hands on. Which could be interesting. It's probably going to be a combination of what was in the montages and what was in the endings credits. Oh, I agree. I agree. Which I'm still I'm game to see. I, I really want to see that Ray possessed driving the Ecto into a tree scene. That would be awesome. And um, I don't know why I want to see this one, but I, I want to see the scene with, I think it was Lewis's brother helping bust the guys out of Parkview Hospital. I think it was his dad, actually. One or the other. It was one of his relatives that helped right. him. Because that I, was... I really um, want to see that one. And then they'll almost definitely throw in Lewis chasing after Slimer in the firehouse. That's mm-hmm. going to be a given. And I think also the uh, the exchange with the mayor about New York getting sucked down to the 10th level of hell. Yeah, and the statue. That'll probably be a quick one. But yeah, I, I really want to see this. And I think another thing that they're throwing in with this is the uh, music video, too, I believe. Yes, um, the uh, On Our Own music video by Bobby Brown. It's interesting that they chose only that one and not the Run DMC video with it. Well, I'm beginning to wonder if there was a licensing issue that they couldn't get it from Run DMC. I don't know. Sony's got some really good power behind it. I think they could get it if they wanted to. And it's still in their rights, so... True. Their property. Anyway. Or maybe they figured they were running low on space on the disc or something. It looks like it should be pretty good, though. Yeah, I mean, because I'll be honest, the amount of extras that are on the Ghostbusters disc, I mean, it's it's obviously going to be dual air. You could, well, actually, no, you wouldn't need dual air because it's Blu-ray. Never mind. But I don't know. Still looks cool. And if you you, you Google the uh, uh, the promo picture for the the gift set, I think it looks awesome. Now I do have a bone to pick with. I don't even remember the uh, guy who. Wrote a you know scathing article just to get uh, search engine clicks about how crappy it looked with the logo with the one arm having one finger and the other arm having two fingers up. This guy has way too much free time on his hands. Oh yeah, he overanalyzed it and like saying that he's like talking from the fans. First off, I've never heard of the guy. Second of all, I don't remember his name, so right there you're not memorable, so nobody cares. The only reason he even did it was just to get money, I could tell. But, I mean, it's Sony. They can do Don't whatever the they want. Get. I'm sorry? Don't let the naysayers get to you. No. I mean, ultimately, at the end of this guy's post, he's like, well, I'm not saying don't buy it. You know, if you want to buy it, buy it. I'm like... Well, I'll beat him to the punch. We're saying buy it. Buy yeah. it, buy it, buy it. Yeah. 
Um, and also, uh, one other thing was uh, Sony revamped Ghostbusters.com and actually opened uh, a Ghostbusters store uh, where um, fans can access new franchise offerings including collectible merchandise, music, and more. Uh, fans can also register for updates, unique video content, as well as Ghostbusters news. Which I thought was yeah, pretty cool. Look at it. It's actually very well done. It's very well done. Mm-hmm. They, they put some time and effort into it, and it looks really good. They were also talking about, um, you know, a lot of the, the licensed stuff coming out. I'm hoping there's going to be some surprises, but I don't know. Well, we still got a couple months of the 30th anniversary to go, and who says it has to stop at 30? True. They could keep going. Um, well, now I think we pretty much beat that horse to death. When you say? Yeah, I can see the glow. <laughs> um, well, let's uh, move on to the the next big thing that happened within the last week. Um, a little thing called uh, Lego Ideas with the uh, Ecto One. Now, yesterday on our walk, I had the pleasure of seeing this in person as a display version because by the time we got to the store, it was sold out. It's been on sale for about a week now, and I gotta tell you, this thing is impressive. It fits all the guys in it, and Lego created some special parts for it, and all in all, pretty good. Yeah, it looks pretty awesome. Although I do find it irritating that really the only two places that you can get it for reasonably priced would be um, directly from Lego or Target. Which, to me, it's like, okay... You wouldn't even let Toys R Us, you know, sell this? Or did Toys R Us drop the ball? Just well, crazy. Well, I Toys R Us today. I did not see it there, so... Well, it, it wasn't even on their uh, website at all. Which was annoying. And even even places like uh, like Walmart that, that doesn't sell it. Amazon had it through third parties, but they easily wanted 80 bucks for it. And no offense, but if Lego's selling it for fifty, I don't want to pay eighty. I agree, but enough about the price. Let's just talk about how amazing it looks. And man, uh, I mean, looking at what they did with the Back to the Future model compared to what they're doing with this, they knocked this out of the park. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean. It, I don't mean to bash a company that's a good company, but when they did the Back to the Future model, they kind of dropped the ball on this. But with this, I mean, it's a thing of beauty, to be honest. Oh, yeah, I agree. Totally. Trying to find the name of the gentleman who actually created the initial design for it. I can't seem to find it, but... I was going to say, I don't remember. It's escaping me at the moment. He's also in the running to try and get a firehouse done, too, which I don't think will get done, but if we do, I'll be happily amazed with it. Here it is. Mr. Brent Waller is the name of the gentleman who uh, came up with the design for it. And everything that he did looks like it's been pretty much replicated for the most part in the final design. And, I mean, everything from the box art to... The figure, the minifigures' faces. Again, home run Lego. 
I mean, I can't really complain. This is something that when I was a kid, I would try and replicate with my Lego sets and never have any real success with. I'm better with a camera than a Lego, but right. I tried. And, and the people who've tried, I guess you could say, are like master Lego builders. Yeah. And they've, yeah. And they've all come close, but I mean, obviously, you go straight to Lego, it's going to be the most amazing thing ever. This, uh, and the initial price, I mean, we'll go back to the price for a moment. The price that they act, that Lego set for it is, we got lucky. <laughs> I mean, $50 for a set like that, that's pretty good. That's, that's very good. I mean, um, considering a lot of the Star Wars stuff, you could spend $200 on easy. Uh, Death Star, just right out there. I hope to be having hope to have I'm really dropping the ball with my language tonight I hope to have one of these fairly soon so I don't know uh, did you get one yet? I did not get one yet Um, I'll be honest I was kind of hoping that my Toys R Us close to me was going to have it because I was just going to go run and get it and they didn't and then I did the crazy thing about going to eBay oh boy and How just bad. And, and just looking, yeah. Starting price is uh, sixty bucks, and I saw one trying to go for a hundred. I'm like, that person is crazy. Won't happen. What's crazier still is the person who's going to buy it for hundred dollars. You kind of can't fault the guy who who's trying to make a you know a couple of bucks, but well, see, and that's just it. Uh, no one had bid on it yet, <laughs> well, so he'll he'll lose his money to eBay on the listing, but whatever. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a very good set. Hopefully we'll get a firehouse to go with it, or at least part of a firehouse, maybe a 1A. I, I know uh, my buddy Ryan Espen from Minions of Gozer and the New York Ghostbusters is planning on doing a 1A. So I, I know there's some very talented uh, prop makers and Lego builders in our fan community, and this will probably be one of the first things they do is they'll buy two of them and they'll convert one to a 1A. And that'll be neat to see. Yeah, that'd be pretty awesome. Especially if they do some like custom sticker work. But yeah, overall, not too bad on the merchandising front. We've uh, gone from next to nothing for the past couple of months to quite a lot. Yeah, quite the selection. Which is always cool. Um, do you have any future predictions, Luke? I mean, is there anything you really want to see? I mean, okay, we obviously know you want to see a dancing toaster. <laughs> All kidding aside, um, like I just said, I wouldn't mind seeing a Lego firehouse. Um, I, I'm fairly sure that since we got a thrower, a yeah, pos- positron collider from Manny Collector, a pack attachment isn't too far behind, I would imagine. Um, so I would not mind seeing that. Um, but just in general, it, it, it's not a piece of merchandise that I want to predict or hope for. It's the same thing I've been harping on since forever, since I joined this fandom. I want to see better fan behavior. I want to see people getting along and respecting each other. And if somebody doesn't have a pack or somebody has a pack that's not as to spec as person A's pack, don't harp on them. Don't bash them. Just 
enjoy the fandom for what it is. That's what Harold would want. That's what I would want. That's what Jay would want. That's what Aaron would want. That's what all of us would really want. We want everybody to enjoy this. I mean, it's going to sound like a hippie speak or whatever, but it's the truth. What's what, Why can't we all just get along? That's So as far as a prediction in tune with that, is that's what I'm predicting. I'm predicting that hopefully Harold's message of fun through you know, crazy science will bring us all together and have us all enjoy a happy fandom. Okay? Well, I mean, there there really isn't anything that I'm, you know, extremely hoping for or jonesing for or anything. Um, I'm very thankful for what we've gotten so far. Um, You know, anywhere from as obscure as a neon sign... You know, up up to the the, the new Lego Ecto One set. Um, I mean, the the next thing that I could think of, you know, like you were saying, Luke, um, you know, with an actual proton pack from Mattel, I I would think that would be the the next thing. Um, and that would really cap the line, to be honest. I mean, if they've had the the meter, the trap, the Ecto goggles, the thrower, the pack would tie it off. Unless you want to put a slime blower in there, but I don't think that that's a little obscure. I could maybe a slime blower, maybe. Um, that if anything, okay, that would be the very last thing. There wouldn't be anything else. But um, surprise, fans! Ectos are all. Yeah, that'd be cool. Actually, I'm gonna go back a little bit. I, I, I'm gonna make one more prediction. Okay. Ecto Cooler comes back this year in a limited run. Ooh, that would be cool. That would be cool. I think, I think we can get some steam going behind that. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, uh, j- just just stop and think about that for a moment. Let, let's let, let, let's have a moment of zen on the ecto cooler. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know of a place that could would be able to keep that on the shelves. <laughs> I, I I know. Um... Matt over at the XC Entertainment slash Dinosaur Dracula really uh, pretty much ran the gamut as far as his Ecto Cooler research goes. But um, yeah, uh, I, I really I, I agree. I don't think any place would have managed to keep that on the shelf. Even people who aren't fans of this anymore will again go back to their childhood and say, "Wow." Fat's back, yoink. And, yeah. It, I, it would probably be one of those things where you wouldn't even need to put out a press release because social media being what social media it is, one person would find it on the shelf, tweet it, Facebook it, and it would be spread like a wildfire. And before I even got to the store, it would be gone. Yeah, that, that would be my look. I'd see it on the internet, go to run for it, and like... Yeah, we just sold the last case to that guy. In which case, Jay would be arrested for beating up that guy. <laughs> Possibly, depending. But um, I don't know of anything else. Is there is there anything else leaping to mind with you, Luke? Prediction-wise, not really. I mean, I'm sure I'll think of something later on, but not really. I, I just predict hopeful good times ahead for what we have with the fandom for the 30th anniversary. And Spectacular would be nice. 
Yes, yes, it would be. Um, if if you have any uh, comments, questions, suggestions, random thoughts, running gags, um, hey. yeah, we read it all. All two emails. But, so, uh, drop us a line, ghostheads at gmail dot com. Uh, depending, you might make it into the next show. Who knows? Uh, you can also check us out on Facebook. Uh, just go to the search box, uh, type in Ghostheads. We come up and ask to join, and you can be part of the group. And you know, we post in there from from time to time. Not that often as we should, but eh, occasionally. Um, you can also uh, follow us on Twitter at Ghostheads. Um, we'll post on there from time to time. I really should make that look better than what it does. I'll get to that and eventually, I would think. I would know. I'm not on Twitter. I'm probably <laughs> one of the few people left on the planet who refuses to get a Twitter. Well, you're probably not one of the few, but... Uh, Life's too important to be summed up in 140 characters or less. I would agree with that. I would totally agree with that. But, uh, yeah, I think that pretty much ties up this episode. Yep, that, uh, that that pretty much ties it off, I would say. And for all of our regular and irregular co-hosts, Julie Vader, Aaron Roberts, and our formerly esteemed Ron Daniels, I'm Luke Fanboy Chris Allen. And I'm Jason Hughes. See you on the other side. Too hot to handle, too cold to hold. They called the Ghostbusters and they're in control. Had a throwing party for a bunch of children. Well, all the while, the slime was under the building. So they packed up and grew, got a grip, came equipped, grabbed their proton packs off the back, and they split. Find out about Beagle, the master of evil. Try to battle my boys? That's not legal. They're in control. Light is green, crap is clean.